Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. This is my intro to the podcast I'm going to be posting. Now, my first few I'm going to be posting are actually based off of YouTube interviews slash conversations that I've already had with people. And there's some really good stuff in that. So I didn't want to waste that material. So this is my intro for that. So the audio is a little bit different. Uh, Obviously, they were recorded for video, but they are fantastic conversations and interviews. And I didn't want you guys to miss them and connecting with those incredible humans. So as I said, this is my intro to those conversations, and I hope you all enjoy. I will definitely let you know when I'm posting new material, and I think you'll be able to tell because this audio quality is definitely better than the original audio quality of the podcast that you're about to listen to. So I apologize that the audio quality is not exactly perfection, but hey, we all got to start somewhere. And I definitely appreciate you all being here and listening, and I look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am so excited to be here today. Um, I have somebody uh, that I'm just thrilled to talk to uh, and introduce, and I'm going to do kind of a different introduction that I normally do. So um, this person that I am here with uh, has been performing for over 12 years in burlesque. Uh, She is the green fairy in the Vegas show Absinthe. Uh, She has over 26,000 Instagram followers and has performed in over 2,800 shows in 12 countries and 98 cities. This is getting crazy, but I'm not done yet. She is the star of the hit documentary Getting Naked, and she has been named one of the top 50 burlesque performers in the world four times. One time isn't enough. Four times the one and only Hazel Honeysuckle. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. I I wanted to kind of butter you up a little bit there to get you ready for the interview (laughs) to talk about all that kind of stuff. So um, that was was my favorite um, introduction ever. Good. I'm glad I could cover it. Check off your list. Best intro ever. Um, Well, thank you so much for joining. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, I've been really blown away lately. I have a whole bunch of really cool interviews coming out. I've been reaching out to people on Instagram and, you know, people have very graciously given me their time to do this. So very appreciative of this, um, because I actually first, uh, saw you in a performance about 11 years ago. So way back early in your career. Um, and we're going to get to all that really cool stuff coming up. But as I always say, uh, you can never really know about who somebody is until you know kind of who they were and how they started. So, uh, if maybe you just want to give us a little bit of backstory about how you got into this kind of show business, if you will. <laughs> I kind of, well, I kind of came at it backwards, really. Um, not backwards, but not really on purpose. Um, I, I grew up in Maryland. I moved to New York City to study photography. And uh, after that was done, I was working as a graphic designer. Um, Part of my job at this company was to um, make a calendar of events going on, like cool events in New York City, and that's how I found out about burlesque, that it existed. Um, I went to uh, the New York Burlesque Festival, I went to some other shows, and I just thought it looked so fun, and I just really admired the women who were free and weird and fun and glamorous you know um so I took some 
I took the lessons at the New York School of Burlesque from Joe Boobs, my burlesque mama. Um, and my first performance was at the, uh, the student showcase, which they held at the slipper room at the time. Um, and someone uh, booked me from, from that show. And, um, you know, it was going to just be for fun. I was just yeah. doing this because I was like, this will be a fun thing. Like a I don't know if gig. I can actually take my clothes off or something. And, like, not even a gig, but a hobby, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It is for many people a hobby, a way to, you know, express yourself and, and just get step out of the box. Um, and if after about three years, I was getting so many gigs that, you know, I got together with my husband and we talked about it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to quit my job and, and just do this. Um, and that was, I don't know, many years ago. Yeah. When, what was the, you know, you said after about three years getting all these kind of, you know, jobs and gigs and getting hired for things. Was there like a defining point where you were just like, okay, like, yeah, I just, I can do this full time. Like I'm, I'm getting booked up and everything. Was there like kind of a moment for you or a performance or something where you were just like, I'm so busy. I'm getting booked so much. Like, I think I want to do this kind of full time. I think that came on very gradually, you know, because, okay. because when you are a burlesque performer, you know, you're, you're doing, you're doing every part of your business. Like you're, you're making your acts costume choreography you're booking yourself you're doing all the finances you know and it's yeah. it's generally a bit tough to scrape together a living off of that so you know most performers will have a day job yeah. and that's great because then you can uh you know finance your your giant feather fans and stuff um so yeah it did it did come on slowly and uh yeah i don't know it was just a point where I was like I think it's I think it might be time you know and I was taking my rolling suitcase into the office many days of the week and and not telling them why yeah <laughs> a little like crazy. I wonder what's in there <laughs> some you know co-workers would say uh are you oh are you going on a trip or did you just get back from somewhere and I would just say no no just leave the mystery going I love that. Um, do you have any particular, you know, in that kind of rise and, and, you know, coming to that realization that this is something you really enjoyed and wanted to do, uh, any particular moments throughout your career of, like, that have stood out of, like, favorite moments that you've had or people that you've met or places you've performed? Any just, like, favorite, favorite moments? I think one of the, one of the best experiences of my career has been performing in Atlantic City, um, this, this, uh, this producer, Alan Valentine and his wife, they, they, they put on a show called the burlesque show at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And I performed with them every year until I moved out to Vegas. Um, and they still have the show going. It's fantastic. Um, but he, he just called me up one day and he hadn't really, you know, worked with, uh, burlesque performances before so he called me up and he had seen a video of mine on on youtube where um i didn't remove my bra so i didn't go full down to pasties because of the nature of the of the gig that that the video was from 
and he was so adorable and shy and he like he had to work his way up to like oh would you would you actually go down to pasties <laughs> and i thought he was going to ask me something crazy you know because he was like i i really don't want you to think you yeah. know bad things or whatever and he finally was like would you go down to pasties i was like oh yeah that's what i do don't worry yeah um, sweet guy <laughs> yeah yeah but but that's you know that was that's a show in a 2000 seat theater and wow. you know they that's they incredible. they just treated us so well and put us on this huge stage and we got to do production numbers with with props and and they had these wonderful dancers um so that was a thing where I go down to Atlantic City every week, um, and that was when I really felt like, you know, I'm a I'm a professional performer. Yeah, that's that's where you're feeling. You're like, wow, all right, I'm going to Atlantic City. It seats two thousand people. Like I'm doing something right here. I think. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so hearing that and seeing your background, which I think you win the award for best background of an interview that I've done. Um, you know, talk to me about that aspect, the costumes, like, you know, because I was always so curious, like, do you come up with your own costumes? Do you make them? Do you have anybody that helps you? Do you get to choose colors, designs? Like, what is that process like? And, you know, I'm sure that, or I shouldn't say I'm sure, you weren't always making burlesque costumes your whole life, right? So, like, that process of learning how to do that, like, just kind of, you know, talk to me about that process as a whole. Well, you know, for burlesque, the costume is really the the costume is a lot of the performance you know it because yeah. it's a striptease it's it's your choreography it's your character it's it's you can't s separate the costume yeah. from the burlesque yeah. um i i had i had been sewing a little bit before i started doing burlesque but i really didn't have a lot of skills then um i have worked real hard on, on, you know, getting new skills. Um, and since the beginning, I, I have made nearly all of my own costumes. You know, I have yet to go up to uh, corsets. I don't do yeah. corsets yet. Um, but I, yeah, I have, I have always made nearly all of my own costumes. Um, and I think that that's one of the things that's allowed me to just kind of go crazy with with my own creativity um i spend a lot of time like way more time than i could afford to pay a costumer to make yeah. my costumes <laughs> so but that's that's a big help do you do you keep them as they are do you ever repurpose them do you have some all-time favorites that you just like have like on display or do you, are you always like working with them or different ones how does that work there are a few, you know, that I that I made early earlier in my career that I've kind of revamped or redone. Like, um, I, I have a Cookie Monster number that's a huge favorite with people, and the nice. first version was was really just pieces of of blue leopard print spandex kind of cut up with ribbon tied around for the skirt, you know, and and then and then later on I got. I got invited to do a burlesque festival with the Cookie Monster as a headliner, and I thought now is the time. I yeah. needed the dress in like double layer velvet, and you know, that's always really fun when you can take something yeah. you've been doing and and put more into it than you could at the beginning. Um, 
but yeah, I've got, I have all my costumes. I don't know if I'll ever be able to part with any of them. That's a cool room full of stuff. That's awesome. I love that. Um, I mean, so we talked about that, the kind of origins and going through it and different experiences. Now, um, for those of you that might not know, um, Absinthe that you're currently involved with is a huge show in Vegas. Um, I mean, multiple magazines and papers and you know, critics and stuff have named it like one of or the best show that Vegas has ever put on. Um, I have personally seen it with my wife a couple times. We love the show. Um, and you are the Green Fairy. For people that don't know about it, check out Absinthe. You, you can't bring up the page or a poster or the website without seeing you kind of on the cover. You're there. Um, you know, you open the show and you're, you're for the closing and all that. So, you know, Absinthe is a huge thing. So talk to me about that. Like, what was that process like auditioning for? Is, is that how it went? Did you have to audition? Were, you know, what, what was that process like for you? Well, you know, the show has been going for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, we just had the anniversary. And, and I've only been with the show for three years now. So, you know, I, 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 haven't, I didn't create the character yeah. or the show, you know, but I was very lucky to be brought in as, as the new Green Fairy. And um, they came and saw me in the slipper room in New York, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I got a text one night from, from another performer who worked with them before that I worked with at the Slipper Room. Um, Julie Atlas Muse, queen of burlesque. Um, I, I, she's in the Getting Naked documentary as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she said, uh, by the way, you should do a singing number tonight because there's some people that uh, are coming to see you. little inside info. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, so, I, so I met them and, and we talked and they invited me to come and perform in absinthe in LA. We did a run in LA for, um, I believe it was eight weeks. And I was not the fairy at that point. I was, um, well, they, they called me, um, Misty West 88th street. And I did a burlesque number and I, I sang for, um, one of the other acts. Um, and then the following year they invited me out to Vegas. So there was a, there was a, we did some singing auditions. You know, they had seen me perform, but they hadn't seen me do that many, uh, that many different singing numbers. So we did that. How did, did Absinthe, you know, change anything for you in terms of like public view and perception? Because I feel like with Burlesque, like, you know, you can have a name and become known, but people have to come to you. They have to come to your show, you know, with Absinthe, it's like you're on websites and posters and they advertise it and like, you're there. So like, did that change things for you or like a different level of notoriety or fame or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> well, um, and not, not that much. I mean, you know, we yeah. don't use my stage name in the show or yeah. in, or generally in the publicity, uh, which was, you know, part of the agreement mm-hmm. originally, which is fine. Um, it's it's kind of funny being being um, incognito around the city, you know, because yeah. in the show I in the show I have a red wig, yeah, um, and you know, no glasses, and and it's very very rare. Like people do not recognize me. Oh really? Okay. Um, which is which is fine with me because I'm a yeah. little bit shy usually. So, um, you know. Yeah, it hasn't. It's changed my lifestyle a lot. You know, living in New York City in a shared apartment with my husband and a roommate, um, and now out here in Vegas. You know, because 
things are just wider out here. I have a house and a beautiful costume. <laughs> yeah, a costume. Um, that's been that's been really different, and um, and just working in a show where you know you're part of you're part of a bigger production, so you're not doing all, everything yourself like you are as a as a freelance burlesque performer. You, you kind of touched on something. It was actually going to be my next question. Um, you know, your your character, you know, Hazel Honeysuckle, like, how how are you different in your life compared to her? Because she's very, like, you know, she's very extrovert. She's very, like, look at me. She's very performance. Um, you know, how, how are you, is, is her, you know, is she, like, cathartic for you? Is it a way to, like, get out things that you're thinking and feeling or is it more natural to you or is it very different than you i think it's i think it's um who i'd like to be all the time yeah but am am not you know i i do get i do have a lot of you know social anxiety i'm not i'm not a fan of huge parties you know uh so which makes sense you work in vegas right so (laughs) <laughs> yeah right uh i i perform on stage i get yeah. I, I wear really ostentatious things a lot of the time yeah. and and yet i'm afraid to talk to uh groups <laughs> but i think you find that a lot in performing yes circles, you do yeah yeah which is very interesting <laughs> i i know somebody who um is an actor and you know when they're performing on stage or on film I mean, they're, they typically play very flamboyant characters, very outspoken characters. And in their actual life, they are perfectly fine sitting in the corner with a book being undisturbed, um, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of that similar vibe, right? So, um, you know, let's, let's talk about what's going on right now in terms of we've had this pandemic, everything shut down, obviously Vegas completely shut down. What has life been like for you for the past year? Like, what's been going on for you? What have you, you know, have you been working on any projects? Like what's, what's been going on for you for the past year or so? Well, we, you know, we shut down and, you know, thankfully I've, I've got this house and my husband and, um, unemployment. Thank goodness for unemployment. Um, you know, kept us, kept us afloat. Um, we were fine. Uh, we were very lucky to be in a situation that we, that we're in. Um, we, we did a lot of relaxing, a lot of, um, streaming TV, playing board games. The good stuff. We got some, we got a few new two player board games. That's important. Um, and I made a, I made some costumes that still haven't seen the stage. Uh, um, but that was, I also, you know, wanted to create something. And so I was... For months, I was I was batting around this idea of doing a Star Trek um, calendar, you know, where I would do some photo shoots dressed up as different aliens, you know. And as I got into a little more research, I realized it was going to be a bit expensive to do all of the, you know, once you get involved and prosthetics. Um, so I've expanded it to a whole book. I have a Kickstarter running right now. It's called Boldly Stripped. Um, you can find it on my website, hazelhoneysuckle.com. Um, I'll put all the links and everything in the description below. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
yeah and and i didn't actually end up launching it until i had gone back to work but it was a project um born out of the pandemic and yeah. just having the inability to do anything uh creative that i've been used to doing so how's the how's the project coming are you kind of in the midst of it right now are you finishing up like how's how's that process actually going and is it everything you hoped it would be are you happy and like feeling really good about it i'm feeling super good about it um you know we launched it a week ago we've got three more weeks to go uh we are already 220 some percent funded so wow that's um, amazing definitely happening um you know we so we've completed two of the photo shoots uh the goal is 12 although i will be announcing some stretch goals so if we make it we're gonna do a couple more photo shoots and add add pages to the books um so giving myself even more work and then just for the rest of the year we're gonna be creating the rest of the photo shoots and you know sending sending updates as we go um but uh i'm very excited about it that's really cool. Um, you know, I, I'm super happy for, for that. I, I think that sounds like an amazing project, a fun project. Um, I know, like like I told you before, this my wife and I are supporters, so we're definitely supporting our Kickstarter. Um, and, you know, just, you know, like I said, I'm going to put the links and everything in the description below. But, you know, I want everybody, you know, to, to go check it out and, and definitely support Hazel because it's a passion project that comes through so clearly. And it looks like just such a neat project. Uh, so can't wait to see the end results for that. Um, so that's, you know, kind of going through the history, what you have going on now, what you have coming up in the future, really exciting things. Uh, Vegas is like opening back up. Everybody's getting to come back. Um, I told you before this, my wife and I are flying out for vacation soon. Really, really excited for that. Um, and, you know, for, for you, when you're not like working, when you're not, you know, being involved in the show and all that kind of stuff, are you a Vegas person? Do you go to the city? Do you go to restaurants or shows or wherever? Or are you kind of more of a homebody? Like which one, you know, do you, do you get involved with more, would you say? Um, I'm, I'm very much a homebody. I, I really love entertaining at my house. You know, I love to have people over for game nights, movies, hot tub in. Yeah. Um, we've got a, we've got a bar in the house. All the best things. Yes, I like to have I like to have bring people in instead of going out into the world. Um, no, yeah. but I also love restaurants. I've I've found a lot of great restaurants that are open late here in Vegas because you know you get off the show at yeah. well it's it's eleven o'clock now, but it used to be uh, midnight before the pandemic. Um, and you know you want to I still got all my show makeup on, so you want to like go out yeah. and have a nice dinner. Um, but no, I don't really, don't really go to the clubs or, or anything too yeah. much. I, I, I agree. I, I said that my wife and I love going to Vegas. We do. We've been a bunch of times, like six or seven times. We don't do the party scene or any of that. We go for the shows and the restaurants, to be perfectly honest. Like, uh, we go for the Cirque shows and, uh, obviously like Absinthe and, you know, we have our favorite restaurants out that we love, like Yardbird and Harvest and, you know, all kinds of different, like, restaurants that we really love going to. So I always say, like, we're the boring Vegas people. We're not, like, the party Vegas people. Like, 11, 11 o'clock midnight rolls around and, like, I'm going to bed in Vegas, like, and that's when it starts for a lot of people. Well, Vegas needs all the types of people, you know? Absolutely, yeah. You can't just have 
one or the other. Yeah, they, they need everybody. Um, so that brings us kind of to wrapping this up. And I, I like to wrap this up with a couple of different things for different people. But for you, I was like, let's do a fun rapid fire. So I'm just going to ask a few questions. First thing that pops in your mind, you know, just kind of shout it out. So um, first rapid fire question. Uh, I'm wondering if it's going to be the same answer you gave earlier, but favorite city you've performed in? Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, okay. That's interesting. A lot of costumes in New Orleans. A lot of... A lot of costumes. A lot of... It's the, you know, it's it's the home of jazz music. Jazz and blues. Yeah. And live music and burlesque are... Hand in hand. Yep. Unfortunately, we don't get enough live music in burlesque anymore, but it is, it is, you know, how we, how it started. Yeah. And it's Very great. Cool. So you touched on this a little bit. So now I'm curious, favorite post-performance snack or meal? <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> Such a good answer. Whiskey. What's your favorite meal? Whiskey. Um, so... Uh, you, you touched on things that you like doing at home and stuff. So, but overall, if you had to pick one, uh, what is, what is the one thing you're most nerdy or geeky about? I'm going to go with Star Trek. There you go. <laughs> it's funny. One of my questions was going to be Star Trek or Star Wars, but like your setup has answered that question. So I don't even need to get through that one. Um, so the pandemic is winding down. Uh, if you could just pick anywhere in the world to go right now, whether you've been there, haven't been there, vacation, whatever it is, where would you go right now if you could go anywhere? Um, I would love to go back to Europe. I've toured there a couple of times, and I had a plan last year to go with my husband, who, has not, who hasn't been yet. So We're going to do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's the next thing we're, we're really hoping to to do i i was planning a surprise kind of country hopping for my wife we were going to go to a bunch of different countries and everything and then COVID happened and so yeah we we really want to do the same thing so good call i like that one um and last question uh what advice would you give your younger self Ooh, how young (laughs) let's go let, let's go with like you're an adult like you're an adult you're 18 19 20 whatever it may be you know you're you're starting kind of life what what advice are you given you know 18 year old 19 20 year old you um just just to uh to try more things i think you know i i didn't start i didn't start doing burlesque until i was in my late 20s yeah. um and that's been fantastic. You know, I, I wouldn't have had the self-confidence to do that when I was younger. Um, and I think what allowed me to do that was um, just getting out there once, twice. You know, it really, yeah. it really built slowly but surely. Um, I have always wanted to sing. I wanted to act when I was younger. I never did any of that. Yeah, I was always too afraid to try it. I love that. I love that. Like, just getting out there, trying more things, doing more stuff, pushing yourself, pushing limits and boundaries and things like that. It's interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I've interviewed a bunch of people. And in recent interviews, I've asked that question as kind of the final question. And most people give some sort of version of that answer, which I find so interesting. I don't think it's at all like a stereotypical answer. I think it's a very honest answer of like, push yourself, do more, try harder, be more yourself, be more authentic to who you are and what you want to do. And, um, and what's interesting is when I think about that question for myself, it's the same answer. It's like, be you, be yourself. Don't be a version of yourself. Try, try more things, go places, do things, have experiences. Um, I think that's interesting. It's sort of sad that we don't really start learning that until we're a little bit older. Like, wish we knew that when we were younger. You know, I think that's, that's the human condition, right? Like, yeah. that's what getting, getting life experiences, but. Yeah, the human condition for sure. Um, well, I, I just have to say thank you so much for doing this. This is so awesome. I know you got a lot going on. Really exciting things coming up. Um, like I said, I'm going to share all the links and everything down below. So uh, if you guys haven't checked out all the things that, that Hazel has coming up, um, the Boldly Strip sounds really cool. Absinthe, obviously getting back into that. Um, and just all of your, you know, your history of doing things. So I'm going to put everything below, but I, I'm so appreciative of you doing this and taking the time to do this. Um, you know, it's, it's just a really cool opportunity to sit down and get a perspective of things that I feel like not a lot of people get to get a perspective of. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. This has been really great. <laughs> awesome. So for all of you out there, um, if this is your first time here, thanks for coming. Uh, if you're returning, thanks for coming back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I will see you in the next video.